0: together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the gospel of Luke chapter 1 from verse 5 to verse 25. We hear something absolutely amazing. It's a story about Zechariah and Elizabeth. It is a story about John the Baptist. There are important words that the author uses in describing both Zechariah and his wife, Elizabeth. We are told that both of them were righteous before God. They were walking in all the commandments and the ordinances of the Lord blamelessly, but they had no child. Because Elizabeth was barren, and both of them were advanced in years. Now, there are few things that one has to look into in in this text. Because I think they are important to unpack. If you go to the book of Job, that's what the Lord says of Job, my servant Job. There is no one like him on earth, the righteous person. And this is the same thing that we find when it comes to Luke, when God talks of Elizabeth and of Zechariah both of them were righteous before god both of them had found favor in god's eyes and both of them had lived good lives it is important for me my brothers and sisters to insist on this point because at times we are made to believe that bad things happen because we have done something wrong At times we are made to doubt ourselves and so we question the things and we've inculcated a culture where we want to do things in order to find favor with God. We've inherited a culture that tells us in order to get God's attention, I need to be a good boy, I need to be a good girl. And in here, I want to argue and say both of them were so great in the, in the midst of God, in the presence of God, and God himself sees them as righteous, as lacking some nothing. They walked in all the commandments of the Lord and in all the ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. There was nothing you could pin it in them that said they had done anything anything wrong before God. This is a wonderful couple. Now, what what also touches me is that even in their old age, they had remained faithful. Why is this important? Because the author immediately tells us that while they had walked in the commandments of the Lord, in the ordinances of the Lord blamelessly, but that part is very strong. Because the but is going to be a contrary of what we have heard. Contrast what we have heard. They've done everything so well, but they had no child. Now, they had no child seems to be put in a very negative way. And the author wants to put it to us that they had no child. But even though they had no child, they had still walked blamelessly before God. Even though they were not blessed with a child, they were still righteous before God. We don't know how many times they've tried. We do not know at the moment what this would have meant for Elizabeth and for Zechariah. But we will find out in verse 25. When Elizabeth says something absolutely amazing that thus the Lord has done to me in the days when he looked on me and to take away my shame among people. That's, that, that's how much this would have meant for Elizabeth. And so Elizabeth lived with shame because we know that she's barren. So both of them lived with shame and they lived knowing that there was something that society expected from them, but they did not stop being loyal and faithful to God. There is something there. I remain faithful to God, not because of what God has done for me. You and I should remain faithful to God, not because of what he is doing in our lives. We remain faithful and loyal to God because we belong to him. Because he is our God. Because we love him. Because we want to have a relationship with God. This is important because my loyalty to God should never be seen as a result of God's favor. Because what happens when God pulls away his favor? Do I walk away from him? Do I stop being loyal to him? Do I stop being good? It shouldn't be the case. And so I see these both people, this these great couple, who had learned to love God in their pain. We had to learn to accept their pain and not to succumb to pain. They had to go through this in their own youth, in their younger days, and in their older days, they have come to accept this is who we are. They have come to accept this is our lives. They are not willing to live a life that is not real. They are willing to take each day as it come. To seize the moment, to celebrate, to cherish that which they have. Other things that also speak to me absolutely amazingly. Zechariah is a priest. Elizabeth is a daughter in the house of Aaron. Both of them come from a priestly family. So both of them are religious people. And both of them seem or see that whatever they've asked for, the Lord has delayed. Now, one day as Zechariah goes into the temple, to burn incense and to pray with the people, the angel of the Lord appears to him and Zechariah is terrified and the angel says to him, do not be afraid, do not be afraid for I am here to tell you that your prayers have been heard. Imagine hearing those words today. There is no need for you to be afraid. Your prayers have been heard. What are you praying for? What have you been praying for? Now we know that Zachariah has been praying for this since his youth. Because we know that Elizabeth was unable, incapable of giving birth. She was barren. And so it means they've been praying ever since they got married. And now in their old age, the Lord says, your prayers have been heard. How quick am I to expect An answer from God. How quick am I to expect a response from my prayers? How impatient do I grow when things don't happen my way? How irritable do I become when I don't get what I want? And the Lord says to Zechariah today, do not be afraid. Your prayers have been heard. Whatever you've asked for, it has come to my attention. And the Lord says to him, your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you will name him John. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. Now, from a place of shame to a place of glory, from a place of negligent to a place of love. From a place of nothing to a place of abundance. It touches my heart to realize that the Lord knows our sufferings. That the Lord is in touch of whatever is happening in our own lives. That the Lord realizes our pains and he wants us to be well. It touches my heart to realize that even in old age, God still loves us. It touches my heart that time and God are intertwined in his grace. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with you, to protect, to bless, to guide you. And may he lead you to himself. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.